Welcome. You're listening to another edition of Paid, where we share the path God has guided us in our everyday lives. Your host, Jessica, invites you to discover how God is working in your present day. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Paid Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host, and I'm so happy you joined us today for our launch. Um, Today, our first podcast is Josh Hicks. Now, Josh was introduced to me through a mutual friend, Jay Mamie. Um, Jay sent him to me because he said, hey, this guy needs a website. Go talk to Jessica. Uh, And so we get on the phone and we start chatting and he tells me his story. And I'm like, well, I, I think we're supposed to be talking for other reasons other than building you a website. And so I tell him what I'm up to him. And it's pretty much this idea of the paid podcast where we share God's story. And I said, you want to come on? Do you want to be my first guest? We'll just give it a try, see what happens. And he said, sure, why not? Um, So today we have Josh. He is a health trainer and he helps people all over the U.S. uh, achieve their weight goals. And he does an amazing job at it. But I'm going to hand it over to Josh and let him tell your story. Yeah, thank you for having me on today. So, you know, I am a disabled veteran. Um, I struggled in a lot of ways and still have moments where I struggle with uh, PTSD. Um, When I returned home from a deployment in 2014, um, I really felt lost and just trying to figure out exactly what God was doing in my life and where he had me going, what direction. And so, you know, I decided that I wanted to um, open a construction business and I named that Godly Installments. And my wife and I, we were, you know, very new to owning a business. I had a very large background in construction, um, but from running a business business that was completely new to us. Uh, so it was definitely foreign territory, but I wanted to really minister to people. Uh, you know, I really wanted to be a, a positive influencer to people in their, you know, in their journey of life and speak truth. And, you know, I had to step down from the ministry uh, years ago. I was, in, I was actually starting the process to become a pastor, um, but I had went through a divorce. And so I ran. I mean, I ran from church. I ran in so many different directions trying to fill voids because I felt empty. I felt like the one thing that God had called me to, um, I was being rejected and I wasn't able to use and echo that voice in a church setting. So I didn't know how I was going to really use it and project it anywhere else in the world. Um, I couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you're only limited by the labels you give yourself or you allow others to give you. Um, so I really want you to understand and hear that clearly um, as you hear my message. And, you know, this has been 10 plus years. So, you know, me going into the army was just another way of me filling voids. Um, and I was just trying to replace something that was missing from me. But God uses everything for the greater good and his purpose. And I'm so glad that some of my choices that were made out of haste, um, they were not at all made into a wasted decision. Um, in fact, they were made and used to grow me. Um, as I look back, I'm, I'm in complete gratitude and share the story because I'm completely preserved for the calling that God never t- had taken from me. He was just preparing my heart to receive it in a such greater capacity. So you fast forward to where I am today, 
you know, I got home from that deployment in 2014. I create, opened that construction business, Godly Installments, and we were afforded and blessed the opportunity to grow really quickly. We had a lot of jobs, but it required a lot of manpower. And the one thing that we lacked was the liquid backing to support such growth at such a rapid rate. And uh, we, we became in debt quick. So as fast as we were growing, our debt was growing twice to three times as fast. Uh, we went to try to get loans from a bank to just kind of help uh, cushion us um, through this growing period. They say three to five years is the tipping point for businesses. Uh, we were definitely about four years in, um, and we were not seeing any light at the end of the tunnel. And when I tell you God did a lot with a little, I mean, I was literally praying every single week, uh, Monday through Saturday, for God to continue to provide for us. And there was many weeks where our uh, paychecks for workers and subs and stuff were bouncing because we just did not have the funds to, to support it. Deposits were coming in and clearing in time. And I mean, it left for a lot of uh, chaotic and stressful moments in my wife and I's life, uh, really just hanging on by a prayer. Um, you know, and I remember it like it was yesterday because I had taken one of those quick loans and a, a one quick loan turned into another, to another, to another. And I was buying debt to pay debt. Before I knew it, every credit card we had was maxed out. Uh, we were driving around, four kids, beautiful blended family. And we had a Honda Odyssey minivan, zip ties on the front bumper and the driver's side door would fall off the track when you opened it up. So we knew not to open that driver's side door. And it was embarrassing because, you know, I couldn't give my wife anything better at the time. And I felt like less than a man. And a lot of that brought me back to that place of puzzled uh, feelings and emotions again of wondering where God was really taking us. Um, everything that I was trying to do and desired to do, it wasn't happening in the way that I expected it. So it was 2018. We had taken our final Quicken loan to just get us out of this uh, debt, or at least we had thought it would get us out to of this of the situation we were in. Little did I know it would just set us further back. Um, end of 2018, there we are, um, you know, struggling to get by. Accountants nightmare, asking us how are we really getting through this? I mean, it's just we every vendor we had, the line of credit was maxed out, the credit cards were maxed out, there was no savings, there was no checking. I mean, it just so happened that there would be a deposit that would come in week after week in the right perfect timing that would be allow would allow us the opportunity to continue to go just a little bit further gave us the opportunity just to kick the can a little bit further down the road. Well, March of 2019, I was standing in the middle of a gym one day, 60 pounds overweight. Um, and that was just a reflection on the outward of what I was really struggling with internally I was spiritually broken, physically broken, financially broken. Um, my marriage was struggling. I didn't know what was really next, but I was standing in the middle of the gym in Maryland and a gentleman traveling from Malaysia uh, came up to me and he said, um, hey, I'm sorry to approach you like this unannounced. I know we haven't met, but you reminded me a lot of myself. And I wanted to share a lifestyle transformational program that actually had really helped me in my uh, physical health. Because he could look at me and tell that I was, you know, in a position where I could definitely use some uh, assistance um, with my health journey. But I was bitter. I felt like everything was happening to me and nothing could possibly be happening for me. I gave him my email and a short answer and left the gym that day. I got in the truck and I asked God to please help me. Please get me out of the situation I was having and that I was dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, monthly, year in and year out. You know, and as I tell you that, I remember when I was sitting on the front porch with my wife one day and I said, maybe God will just send a check in our mailbox just randomly. It'll take care of all of our problems.
And I almost missed the most amazing opportunity in my life because that was the check that I had been praying for. And um, sometimes we get in a situation where we're almost going to miss something that we had been praying for because we're so used to being stuck in this scarcity state and victim mindset that abundance could be really shaking our hand and we just don't recognize it because it's not familiar for us. And the gentleman emailed me that day and I got on the phone with him. And what was cool about that call and really convicted me and prompted me to move forward was because he connected me with a gentleman that lived about 20 minutes down the street from me. And I had passed in and out of that gym a number of times, but never had a conversation with. So I realized really quickly that God had brought a stranger from across the globe to randomly strike up a conversation to connect me with somebody that lived 20 minutes down the street. So I said yes to this program. And my wife looked at me angry, confused, and explaining like, Josh, we can't make payroll, but yet you're buying a box of food from a stranger. And I looked at her and it was my famous last words is everything's going to be okay. That was what I always told my wife, because what else can you tell yourself in a situation of chaos? So it was the best decision for me and why it was the best decision for me, because it really awakened me. It caused me to really make some changes to my habits um, that once you change your lifestyle and your habits, you can see some of the toxic traits that you carry and that you might not even realize at the time when you're in the midst of it, that could be limiting you and holding you back from what you're really capable of. Well, I started really losing weight and feeling better. My wife was skeptically optimistic about this and watching me. But before she knew it, she saw me start to really uh, continue to grow within myself. I started coaching this program and helping people all over. Before I knew it, I was being asked to share my uh, testimony and what brought me to this lifestyle transformational program and why I'm so um, excited about it. And I found myself in, you know, different platforms sharing with such conviction. And at that point in time, you've, you're talking about 10 years later, right? Because you don't know where you're going day to day, much less six months to a year from now. So 10 years later, I'm doing exactly what God had always had in me in the first place. And I'm speaking truth and life into people. And I have been since 2019 assisting clients across the nation, invited to speak at different platforms and events and sharing truth um, through what God had delivered me from in such a chaotic moment in my life. And so that's where I'm at today. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm literally delivered uh, from a place that I once was struggling and suffering doing what I was always called to do anyway. So that's a beautiful story. And you can tell that you're raw because you're starting to tear yeah. up and everything. Um, so what, what voids were you trying to fill? You know, I love sharing. I love speaking um, truth into people. And I remember going through the struggles with godly installments, but I was so grateful that God kept us, in a, in a state of where we could at least go forward the next day. And I wanted to share that with, with, uh, with churches. I wanted to share it and I wasn't afforded the opportunity. That's just one example. And I remember being ignored emails, not being responded to, you know, uh, you know, requests made, but, uh, you know, getting the short answer of I'll think about it and mm -hmm. never get back to you. And for me, that devastated because it always came up, well, I need to know a little bit more about you. 
and I am unapologetically me. I'll tell you the truth about me and, and, and everything about me from my past of being divorced and remarried and all that good, good stuff that you want to know about. Uh, but um, to be rejected uh, is what I felt for so long. And so I was constantly trying to fill these voids. So I use Godly Installments as an example, because as I got out of the military and I created that business, I created it for that reason, to really help people in a way of service in their home, but also sprinkle a little bit of truth about God along the way. Um, before that, when I was joining the military, I would ask churches and oppor for opportunities to still come up and share my testimony and, you know, where I'm at, because I've always had a beacon of light in me, no matter how bad the situation is. And honestly, God is what has brought me to where I am today. Make no mistake about that. But he puts a light in all of us. And sometimes that light becomes dim because we allow people to put a shade on it. Um, your past doesn't matter. It does not define who you are today. The, the choices that you make moving from your past are what define you. But even today, if you made a choice that isn't exactly what you had anticipated or hoped to do as well as you've already done or not as well as you had hoped to do, that doesn't define who you'll be tomorrow. It's how you recover and move from that place. So don't be like me. Basically what I'm saying is don't go and run from people and places and things because of their opinions and their validations that don't carry any weight. What God thinks about you is what's important. And for me, I fell into that pit of thinking that, other people's opinions absolutely controlled the type of life that I could have and what how, what capacity I could serve in. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. So when you, um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this question, it kind of sounded like you were filling these voids. Um, but what kind of made you really lean into God and what he really wanted to do? How did you discover that? So, well, everybody's got roots and I grew up and I watched my mom be physically abused my entire childhood, but I never miss church on Sunday, no matter how bad the situation was for my mom, financially, emotionally, and physically going through physical abuse. She always dressed in our Sunday best and took us to church. And I remember sitting in the Sunday school one day and somebody will have said, somebody said something to you as a little kid. So I want you to remember this. There's, there's something along the way that somebody said to you that you never forgot. And you either took that and you spun a narrative in your mind for the worse or for the better. And so you really have to go back to that. And so that's what I mean by roots. Well, I was sitting in Sunday school one day and I just started talking and the Sunday school teacher said, you're going to be a pastor one day. You have such a word in you. And when all them things happened through life and all the events transpired and some of those generational curses were broke, I was fortunate to break uh, domestic violence in my household. That, that generational curse was broken. Um, I didn't have to have my children experience that, but I didn't. they did experience separation at home that broke me. And so when I, re I remember that lady in that Sunday school telling me that with such passion, and I remember being rejected by people when I had my past start to, you know, transpire and that kind of limit me. So that brought me to where I am and, and, and today to never forget what someone said about me, because that lady was convicted by God to say what she said. She said it for a purpose. And everything that you hear in life is for a reason. 
but it doesn't mean that those things that you heard are the defining factor of who you're supposed to be. It just means that it's part of the season of life that you're going through and you're supposed to dissect and decide what you choose to believe is truths and what you choose to believe um, that it will move you forward as um, non-truths. So that way you can help somebody else propel too. Okay. Um, how, what skept, did you have any skepticism about moving forward? I mean, I know you said your wife was angry with you. Um, how did you know that going into this health program was the right option? Um, it was, it was really blind trust. Uh, was I skeptical? Maybe, but where I was at, nothing was working. And I didn't have a, I didn't have anybody to fall back on. I didn't have, I wasn't in a position where somebody could bail me out. And so I just knew that I had to do something because if you do nothing, you get nothing. And I felt the Lord press it on my heart that this wasn't just by accident. Okay. How, how did you know it was God speaking with you? Well, you, it's very hard to explain when you know when you know you're supposed to do something it's kind of like it's it's kind of like when you say something to somebody out of based on a feeling right feelings aren't facts so you say you respond to somebody off of them out of emotion not really realizing that what they're going through or even the fact that what you're going through doesn't really hold no bearing for what tomorrow is going to bring and when you say that you realize immediately after like, wow, or maybe a few minutes after, wow, I shouldn't have said that. Well, I probably could have responded differently. So you have this internal conviction. And for me, I had this, I had this conviction in my, I mean, I felt it in my gut. Like this guy just came up to me from across the globe. I mean, that doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. What, what made him see himself in you? uh, My weight my physical self. I mean, we were, we're similar in height, you know, maybe I was an inch or so shorter. I'm a shorter guy, but, um, you know, I, you know, I've got this big old belly on me, but I'm in the gym trying to work out and, and, and look the part that I'm completely not. (laughs) Have you ever spoken again with this guy? Oh, I speak to him. I'm actually, he follows my uh, journey and, and, and in fact, um, we were just talking the other day. I mean, he had called me through messenger and stuff and, that it's really amazing how you are able to speak so transparently with no, you know, no thought process behind it. You just get out there and speak. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And of course he learned my story. Of course he didn't. So he didn't know any of that. And I didn't tell any of that stuff out till about three or four months in when I started sharing my testimony into this journey. So yeah, we, we stay connected. What, what does he think? How does he feel about it? Oh, he's super supportive. I mean, he is probably one of my biggest fans. I mean, he is cheering me on every step of the way. I mean, he, he sees things for me, such a bright future ahead just because of he knows my drive. Um, he's watched me break so many in this last two and a half. Years. Do you, did you have a saying or a verse that helped you get through these times? Yeah. So, well, two things. Number one, Hebrews 11, one, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. That's my favorite verse because we're always in a situation where we have these needs 
And we feel like if these needs are not fulfilled in a desired time, we get kind of defeated. We start struggling internally with, is God really hearing what we're going through? Is he even going to really provide? And so that verse speaks volumes because I want you to understand that God knows you. God hears you. God sees you. God already knows what tomorrow is going to bring for you. So you have to understand that he has already provided for you. And that's such a hard place to be in, especially for my listeners that are literally in the trenches right now, not knowing how they're going to make their grocery bill this week. Um, Or if you're like me, where you're making up excuses and embarrassment of why credit cards are declining, or you're going to the gas pump and you're stopping the pump at $20 because you know that there's no more money in there after $25. So you need it for a gallon of milk or something. I want you to understand something that God knew you. He knew your name before you were born. He knew every hair on your head before you even came to. He knows what he has for you and no one can take that away that the struggle you're going through now, the size of that just shows you how big your calling is. Very beautiful. Why did you find strength in it? I found strength in it. Understand this. I found, I always prayed to God. I prayed this prayer. I said, God, I would have to look at my wife every Thursday when she would tell me that there's no money to pay payroll. There's no money to cover the bills that we have. And every week I would ask God, would you please provide for me so I can pay for these guys so that we can pay them to keep working. And would you please provide enough that we can buy material to finish these jobs and get them done adequately and efficiently. And if there's anything left, would you give it to me so I can pay some bills for our home? Mm-hmm. We were not in a position where we could just quit. Contracts were open. There was too much money owed. It wasn't as simple as just file bankruptcy. And he provided every single time And we did this for almost four years. And then one day, I'm standing in a gym when God brings a stranger from across the globe. And just like that, in a moment's notice, everything starts changing. And so faith, doing it in pure faith, God puts you in the exact situations you are in. So that way, when you come out of them, you know that it was him that brought you out, not you. That's why you go through those struggles, because if not, and everything was easy, you would say that you did it, not him. And it doesn't matter what your belief system is. Even if you don't have a relationship with God, even if you don't believe in him, you have already been delivered. He did that on the cross. That was already paid. He's just waiting for you to recognize him. That's all. I think we can end it there. <laughs> that was a good ending. I'm, I'm tearing up. <laughs> I'm trying not to wipe it. 
Um, I actually do have, have one more question. If you could speak from the heart to someone and you've already been speaking so much from your heart, um, what is the one thing you would want to say to someone? There is no greatness. You broke out. That is the, there's no discount on greatness. That is the one thing that I always say at the end of my speeches and talks. I was sitting in the car wash one day when I was getting the car vacuumed out and sprayed off for my wife. And I forgot to tell them not to open that door. And they went to open the door and the door was fell off the track. Okay. They take, they opened the door and it fell off the track. So I had to ask them to the door up while I pulled the van up to the side and there was a string of traffic behind me. And I remember sitting there fighting with the little bit of tools that the car wash owner had and the amount of embarrassment and shame that was in my eyes and in my heart at that moment. Um, he came over to me and he gave me a $10 gift card and I put that gift card in my wallet and I pull it out every day that I ever have self-doubt because self-doubt will meet you in the morning. It'll meet you at night. It'll meet you when you're sleeping. It's just there. It's best friends with fear. And so I, I look at that card and remind myself of where God has taken me from. And we're always looking for something. We're looking for a quick, easy way and solution to something. We're looking for a discount. But there's no discount on the greatness that's in you. Welcome. You're listening to another edition of Paid, where we share the path God has guided us in our everyday lives. Your host, Jessica, invites you to discover how God is working in your present day. That is so true, Josh. Thank you for sharing that. You you definitely have to work for what you want in your life and through the guidance of God. I want to thank you for joining us and being the first official paid podcast. And thank you for sharing your story. It's always an honor to hear these. And I'm so happy that I get to record them. Until next time, this has been another story paved by God. Thank you for joining us on today's path. To get an official paid shirt, go to paved.life. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And we look forward to you finding the path that God has laid for you.